0: Hello there. Thank you for stopping by the Inside Deschutes County podcast. We hope you click those subscribe and download buttons. Wherever you might be and however you might be listening, we appreciate you making us a small part of your day. Be sure to catch us wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find us on deschutes.org slash podcasts. Deschutes County is an amazing place to live. He's a play. Great place to raise a family. I love the weather and
1: the high density. At Deschutes County, we provide excellent service. Oh, We're here to help you. Deschutes County is the heart of Oregon.
0: Everyone wants to be here. This is episode 11 of the Inside Deschutes County podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Eric Breon. We hope you're enjoying this podcast and learning a few things along the way. If you're just now beginning to follow us, you can always go back and listen to previous episodes. Lots of good information shared by various county departments on those episodes. We've got 10 episodes in the bank, so you can go back and learn a lot of different things. I'm sure we'll continue that trend today and learn a lot in this conversation. My guest today is Steve Dennison, the Deschutes County Clerk. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Hey Eric, yeah, thanks for having me. I thought you'd uh, you'd never ask.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we've we've talked about that yeah. before, trying to get you on here. Um, where to start? There's just so much to talk about. Uh, let's first talk a little bit about you. You're fairly new to this role, right? I mean, what a couple years?
1: Yeah, no, I've uh, I've been the clerk now. I was appointed in um, August of of um, geez, two two years ago of uh, 21. So yeah, i still fairly new in the in the role. Elected last November. Uh, so appreciate the f- support by the voters, and um, yeah, proud and honored to to be in this role.
0: Uh, well, what made you get into this line of work? It's it's a lot.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a great question. There's, you know, there is it's uh, elections specifically. You know that that side of uh, the role that I'm in. Uh, a lot of people, you know, uh, get into it in various ways, and um, I wound up en- entering the election realm um, by going to work for a, a vendor. An election technology vendor um, um, over twenty years ago, but yeah, started in North Carolina. traveled traveled around with them or for them quite a bit, and um, wound up going to work for a county down in California. um, You know, straight from that company to a county, and I was there for about ten years, and you know, been up here. Uh, working for Deschutes County, uh, oh, you know, over six years now. So, it's a it's a roundabout way to get into elections, but it's fun. It's always interesting to hear people's stories because it it, it varies. It's such a niche type of role, and uh, and industry even. So, you know, there there are, might be there might be those uh, political science majors that are looking to get into that uh, that type of area. But um, yeah, it's. It's being it's a it's a role that's now being uh, thrown out in the in the forefront, but um, for a long time it was a, um, yeah, kind of a you know, uh, some something that that was a little bit more behind the scenes, but yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you and I've worked a lot together over the last year or so, mm-hmm. and uh, I've just learned so much about you and your team and okay. and everything that goes on at the clerk's office. I I feel like clerk should be, like, you should rename that. (laughs) (laughs) Clerk is an interesting, I think grocery store, you know, like running through everything and, you know, kind of cycling everything through. Sure. What would you name it? it Geez. Yeah.
1: That's a great, great question. It, it really is. Clerk is really a, it's a catch all name, um, for all the role, you know, for everything that, um, that happens under, in in our department, in our office. Um, gee, I wish I did have a better name, but something a little bit more creative, but. it's, it's such a broad range of things that we're responsible for. So I mentioned elections. You know, the other things in our office, uh, we record real pro- property records. We issue marriage licenses, um, process passport applications. Uh, we run the, the county's record center and archives. Um, you know, we handle uh, a few other odds and ends. Board of Property ta- Tax Appeals, uh, BOPTA. So yeah, there's a whole range, and I, yeah, I, I guess clerk, you know, clerk being a term that's in the Oregon Constitution, it's just just that's our that's our name, and um, yeah, you're sticking with it. We're sticking with it, and it uh, <laughs> yeah, other duties as assigned.
0: Right. Uh, so we are headed into the middle of October. Is, is your Halloween decorations? Up? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. My 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 kids make sure that they are. You know, uh, come around. Um, Oh, October first, I think the HOA lets us get away with it right around that time. I Might have snuck it in a, a day before. But how
0: early is too early to geez. put up the <laughs> the Halloween decoration? I think
1: I think um, you know the, about the time that you start to see decorations at Costco. You know, being you know as early as ever. I think I saw some you know, some uh, Christmas decorations at at Costco in July this that's year. Crazy, yeah, yeah. I think that's too early, really. So um, yeah, I and don't it, know. I it, guess we're in that your family
0: kind of goes all out. That's what. We, my, my understanding,
1: <laughs> we, some again
0: pirates and all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, we have some fun with it. Um, you know, Home Depot had a had a had a deal, uh, had some pirate stuff a few years ago, and I I went and grabbed that. And when you get one thing, it kind of leads to another. And um, until my until my kids kind of kind of come out and say, "Hey, Dad, that's enough," <laughs> um, and I don't, yeah, that might be the time I'll, I'll I'll double down and really make things go. You know. I'll go big yeah. at, at that go point. Big or once, go yeah, home. once I get embarrassed.
0: I bring that up because we're kind of it's now kind of the mark uh, a special election coming up. What can mm-hmm. you walk me through? Mm-hmm. That's what November seventh. November seventh. yeah. a special election. Yeah, we have. A, walk walk me ahead. through what's what's going on with that. Yeah,
1: we have. Um, it's a it's a, it's a small ish election. It's about a quarter of our voters. Uh, Redmond Fire and Rescue is the biggest portion, about 30, 37,000 registered voters up there. There's a small road district um, in South County, Ponderosa Pine Special Road District, and then there's a there's a portion of Crooked River Ranch Rural Fire that uh, loops us in, portion of our north North County as well. Um, but all three of these are are measures, they're money measures, and uh, that the that these districts uh, decided to put on the ballot here, not a scheduled election, so that's why it's considered a special. Um, but that election date um, is there for any any jurisdiction that wants to do this. So, so we'll have that. Um, yeah, uh, November seventh, as you said, ballots will be going out here. You know, ballots have been mailed to military and overseas voters, and we'll be mailing to out-of-state voters and uh, and everybody else. So, business as usual.
0: And it, once this is behind you, that's kind mm-hmm. of turning the calendar towards the biggie, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: How how do you prepare for 2024? Because I I imagine, I mean, a special election like this on a much smaller scale than we head Mm. into 2024, I imagine your team is now really starting to think about it and... and, (laughs) work towards that
1: you can feel the anticipation yeah. for sure yeah and it's um it it's a lot of the conversation happening in our office uh, throughout the state other clerks other uh, uh, clerks offices and um, our, our conversations with the the state secretary of state's office as well um, but yeah a lot of preparation yeah it, as you mentioned as we turn the corner here and, and look at 24 uh, we're already in the fi- the filing period for that so um, yeah folks are coming in filing as a precinct committee committee person uh, positions and, um, we, uh, yeah, there's a sheriff's seat as, you know, kind of commissioner's seat. Um, those, those are on the ballot for May. And again, yeah, that, that filing period so op- already open. So we're working on May and, um, and then try, trying to, you know, do our best to prepare for, for the rest of the year. November will be, a um, it's going to be a lot. And, uh, but these are the fun ones. These, these the, you know, w- you know, we'll always set it up. We, we always set up these elections, we will conduct elections. Um, and we always hope that people participate. you know you, you always want that. It's like like planning a party and, and you want you want people to show up and, 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 and play a part play a role. So um, having uh, November, a November presidential election, a general election like that, um, that is our highest turnout percentage type of election. So, looking forward to everyone. Yeah, uh, I was going to
0: ask you what kind yeah. of turnout do you, you typically get for yeah. the it, the big elections or the presidential elections or
1: upper 80s? Yeah, upper, yeah, yeah, we, yeah we do pretty well. Now, considering um, you know, with motor voter and automatic voter registration our our rolls are are bigger than or higher than ever, you know, we're about 157 almost 158,000 registered voters and um and growing, but th- with that, you might have some people that just, you know, they, they didn't intentionally register, so maybe they didn't want to participate. So that kind of bogs down our turnout percentage, I think, in general. But um, overall, it's, it's really good in a November general.
0: What kind of pressure is on you in your office when it comes to these elections? Because I imagine, you know, a lot goes into it to make sure everything is fair, mm-hmm. everything is transparent. Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? How do you answer some of those questions? I, I imagine that's part of your everyday conversations with you and your team to make sure that this is run mm-hmm. as smoothly as humanly possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's, that's a great question. That, that is the struggle. I mean, the, 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 the pressure really, um, for, for me and for our, our office, you know, our responsibility is to conduct, conduct fair and transparent elections. And, um, and you know, and and to get it right, and that's what we strive for every day. But yeah, the the the, the real pressure is on that. It's related related to the um, um, transparency and just the knowledge sharing. That you know, I I wish there was one. Um, one approach that would handle you know, informing voters, um, but it's not. You know, they, we have our voters' pamphlet. We'll put information in there. Um, as you know, we'll we'll do some so- social media. Um, you know, we invite the media to come in. We invite observers to come in and, and watch the process. Um, there's there's not one uh, way to reach everybody in the manner that uh, that gets the message through. But um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, the struggle is, is really explaining what the process is and all the check, checks and balances that we have in place um, to to uh, to hopefully instill some of this um, the confidence in, you know in what we do because you know the average voter doesn't realize how much work goes into it um, again starting now for may you know and, and as we get closer to the to the election and, um, and unless you really come in and, and, and take a look behind the scenes which we're more than happy to show um, you know, it's, it's, it's tricky, tricky to be able to inform the voters.
0: Yeah. Do you get a lot of criticism? I mean, what's it like when you're walking through home Depot buying those Halloween decorations and you overhear somebody making an off remark about elections or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, how do you process that?
1: I I look at it as more of education. You know, it's, 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 it's about that, that, um, that education and and outreach, but again, not having one way to, to really tell those, tell the story. But I'll take every opportunity to to do that to educate. And um, the average person, once you either sit down with them, you know, have a conversation when the, like you and I have had, or do a tour and 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 say, well, this is you know, this is what we do, and this is where we do it, and these are, these are the steps, and these are the checks and balances that we have in place, and these are our audits. The um, you know, the average person after after they hear that, they they say, oh yeah, yeah, I, I get it, and you know, it does work, and it and and it is honest and fair, and um, these people are just trying to get it right. So, you know, I, I handle the criticism with, um, like I said, with more more of turning it around and just saying this is an opp- opportunity
0: to educate. Can can people get involved no. in the process? I, I imagine mm-hmm. in terms of, I don't know, yeah. picking up ballots or sorting them or you know scanning them. Yeah. What what kind of opportunities are there for? The public to get involved with with the election process. Yeah,
1: yeah, that, yeah definitely. Um, and then, let me actually uh, take a moment first to um, you know talk about my the staff in my office in our office. You know, there, there's 11 of us, um, and they are amazing. You know, uh, dedicated public uh, you know, public employees, and um, they do such a great job. But we can't do it alone. You know, we need those those folks that can come out from the community to. And I wouldn't say volunteer because everybody is paid, but um, um, that's the real secret to our successes. In addition to the institutional knowledge that's shared within our office, it's those, those people that come back time and time again to uh, work on our election boards. And they've been doing, doing it for 10, 20, 30 years, some of them, um, to be the ballot pickup people and um, and to help us at our counters and things like that. So, yeah, we do, we do um, look for help. Um, and... You know, I think lately, and the fact that elections are kind of in the limelight, um, and you know, it's a presidential election coming up, and we're going to, we'll probably, we certainly will have more people raise their hand and say, "I want to help," than we have room for. um, Being a vote by mail state, and you know, uh, in in of course here here in the county that um, we don't have polling places to set up. We're not moving voting machines around. Right. Everything's just right there uh, contained within our office. So really the, the biggest external uh, need is for, you know, uh, to have the ballot pickup teams run around the county and, you know, on our schedule and, 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 um, and just do that collection. But within our office, the week leading up to the election, we'll bring in probably 30, 40 people to, to process ballots Um, and then, um, so that's not very, very many when you really think of like the logistics of, of running an election, it's, it's not a whole lot. So, um, but, but we're so fortunate to have people volunteer or raise their hand, like I said, to, to help out.
0: I'm sure you have plenty of people already in order to, to, to do those things. But if somebody did want to get involved, is Mm -hmm. there, is there a website that they go to or do they just call your office and raise their hand that way?
1: Yeah, that's another great question. It's, um, as of right now, um, we haven't formalized the process, but th- thanks for asking, Eric, because that, that, that is where we Sorry. need to go. <laughs> no, this is this is great because, um, yeah, we, we need um, – rather than having, you know, somebody show up at the counter or, or call us on the phone or send us an email, which is – these are all the ways that people will say, hey, I want to help out. Um, we're going to set it up through HR and actually do a, form, a little bit more of a formal recruitment um, okay. not in and not even, like, do, do an announcement. It's more of somewhere – for people to go to if they do want to participate or raise their hand. And like that,
0: if they're trying to get on the audit committee just or like the that budget, uh, yeah. that kind yeah. of thing.
1: Same, okay. same idea. And it, it, for us, um, it, it'll help because we can ask the questions. We can say, "What, you know, why are you interested in, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and just kind of formalize the process. And then not to mention um, having it be a cue too, right? I mean, once you start, you know, I'll know that so-and-so signed up before so you know, somebody different. So it, it again just helps us formalize the, the process a little bit because people do come at come at us from a few different angles and like to like to rein that in a little bit.
0: Talk to me a little bit about young voters. Oh, young voters, yeah, no, uh, and, and there's a reason why I'm asking that question. It's going to segue to another thing, but yeah. but uh, do you get it? Do you see a good turnout from people, you know, eighteen to twenty-one, that kind of range? Not,
1: not really, to be no? honest. No. Um, so um, with um, you know, so right now. Um, Kids Or y- younger voters can pre-register to vote at the age of 16. Not sure if everybody knows that, but that what that what that will allow is that once they turn 18, they'll they'll automatically be mailed the ballot, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, we don't we don't. It's probably one of the lower demographics, unfortunately. Um, and I don't I don't know why that is. But yeah, we we would like to see a little bit more, but. Um, You know, we need to engage them. And I think I might know where where you're going with this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So my question is, so your your office is doing something currently, Mm -hmm. just launching a I voted sticker contest. And you're actually even going younger than voting age. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's a little bit of strategy there to try to get people involved in the process, kids mm-hmm. involved in the process, bring them through high school, get them involved. Talk to me a little bit about this contest, what it's about, and maybe what the strategy is for even doing such a thing.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as you mentioned, we have that uh, the I Voted sticker contest the first time we've done one like this, uh, or a, a sticker contest like this, and, and it is just a way that, that we can engage the, the students um, at, their, at their level. Uh, to get them thinking about voting and, and what the process is and, and what it means to vote. It's I mean, obviously more than just getting that sticker, even though every, everybody loves that everybody sticker. Everybody loves the sticker, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and another tricky thing, being a vote by mail state, is I'm, I'm still working on a good way to distribute these and, you know, in a cost-effective manner, but right. um, anyway, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, K through kindergarten through 12th grade, uh, can participate.
0: All the way to kindergarten.
1: All the way to kindergarten, yeah. Yep.
0: Okay, and all the way through.
1: Yeah, if, if, if any, if you know, if a parent is gonna you know, sit there and explain it and help help them draw that out. I, I really hope we get some, some, um, some you know from from the elementary school. But yeah, so K through five um, is one portion of the, of the group. But uh, that so the yeah K through five is um, we will be judging those entries um, here coming up in January. So and we'll, we'll accept entries till December thirty first. And, uh, and we'll judge those for the primary election. Okay. And the winner will be highlighted in the voter's pamphlet for the primary election. And we'll actually print out the the sticker, the nice. winning sticker. And we'll nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll try, try to uh, to highlight uh, a lot of the entries as well. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and have those printed out. And we'll do the same for the K through 12 um, entries and winner. Um, but we'll highlight that one in the general election next year. Perfect. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I, you know, I, I don't know... I know we haven't done one. I don't even. I'm not sure if any other county has done one here. in Have Oregon. you designed one? No, no. But my one, of my one of my kids did. He was one of the nice. first ones. Yeah, it was it was nice to have him mess around with that. But we we've had art contests um, in the past. Uh, so my predecessor uh, Nancy Blankenship had uh, had some art contests over the last few years. I think back in uh, first one being in 2016, and uh, some some really creative entries from from kids. Um, and then we did another one in 18. And then in 20 we did we had a, uh, a coloring contest, um, invited students and um, and adults to to participate and and that, that those came out great too. So.
0: You mentioned it a little bit earlier. You touched on it. Your office is more than just elections. Mm-hmm. It's marriage licenses. It's mm-hmm. recording. It's I mean yeah. passports. Yeah. Applications. I, renewals, I imagine. Yeah. Um, talk mm-hmm. a New little ones. bit about what else is... I, and I, I bring this up because I I got the privilege to talk to a member of your team, Jeff Sagason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is the recording supervisor, if I'm getting... He, he, he has, is, yeah, he's the best. He's he's like the county historian. I mean, yeah. he's got... So he's, he's keeping track of all these records yeah. and making sure that they're all archived and mm-hmm. I, you know I just didn't realize what all goes into the process I mean the, the, yeah. he took me back to these big rooms and I mean records that date back to the 1800s mm-hmm. and the be- and then the, yeah. the, the, the beginning of the of the, f- of the county yeah. and he was like the birth certificate of the counties in the exactly. lobby. You should go check it out. Yeah. You know, I mean th- those kinds of things. Talk That's about so cool. everything that kind of goes in, and you, you must be proud of not just elections, but how everything kind of weaves in and out to get everything done.
1: Yeah, when you consider, um, you know, what we. You know all the things that are that are under our roof in the clerk's office. We're you know, we touch um, people's lives in a lot of different ways. Recording those real property records when you purchase a home. You know that's that's coming across our our, our desk, right right up till you know obviously um, voting in your voter information, um, um, recording of death certificates too. You know so I mean there's yeah. there, there, there's a lot, but um but yeah we, we keep busy. It's it's day in, day in and day out. Uh, recording is very transactional, so our, our folks r- work really, really hard, and um, it's complex too. You know, they're they're reviewing these documents, um, um, making sure that they that they meet recording um, um, requirements and things like that. So, but it's very transactional. It's like, you know like a it's um, you know I, I wouldn't say a bank teller, but it's kind of like that type of transaction where you you know, yeah you you're constantly having people at your window, you know, doing uh, transaction after transaction for a marriage license, for the passport, for recording, right. uh, for a voter registration. Um, and uh, yeah, and on the elections side, we we keep busy maintaining voter rolls all day long, every day. It's not just around election time. It's, you know, it's whenever you move, whenever you let us know that you move or maybe the postdoc, you know, USPS through NCOA, we find out that you moved or... Um other means. there's a lot of other 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 ways we receive that information, but we're constantly updating voter registration. that's that's why those numbers are so fluid. but yeah we we keep busy you know every, every day of the year and it's you know it, when you know people think uh, yeah, elections just kind of pop up, well, you know they don't just happen over you know overnight. they right. don't just set up, you know get set up you know in, in in a hurry, as I mentioned before we're we're working on on them well in advance and then maintaining our roles every day.
0: So the big message is register to vote. I yeah. mean, is that kind of what you try to get out every...
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, well, yeah, I say, I, I, you know, well, again, with automatic registration, most people are. But if you moved here from another state, um, you might not be thinking about it. So, yeah, I would say, you know, definitely uh, check your registration, check your information, um, make sure that your your address is correct. Uh, if you want to affiliate affiliate with a party, do so uh, sooner. Um I think a, a lot of people miss it. Even people that have been here, you know, for a long time, they miss that uh, the the voter registration deadline is uh, three weeks before the election. So if you if you arrive here in the state, if you, again if, if you're new here, and the first thing that you thought of, or the the last thing you were probably going to think of, was, hey, I have to go register to vote because the election's coming up. But um, yeah, do so sooner rather than later because if you miss that deadline, unfortunately. You won't be able to participate,
0: and, and make sure your signature is legible.
1: Yeah, and, and that signature is key. Yeah, absolutely. It really is, isn't it? it I mean, it, that seems
0: so basic, but the mm-hmm. signature part of it is a huge yeah. part of the process, right? It's the yeah, it's
1: one of the biggest pieces. So, in, in addition to us knowing that we mailed your ballot to you, and we know what the you know the um, yeah, you know, there's a unique identifier on there um, on your ballot return envelope, so we know that it went to you and. Uh, But, yeah, the verification when it comes back, in addition to knowing that that is a valid ballot return envelope, is also just verifying your signature. We match that signature the way you sign your ballot return envelope. We match that up with whatever we have on file for you. So, um, yeah, that's the biggest piece of validation, and
0: uh, it's it's critically important to have have that up to date. Well, good stuff. Steve Dennison, county clerk. Thank you for joining us. Lots of good information. Learned a lot about you and the pirates. Thanks, and, and thanks, Eric. Or, oh, and, and the pirates. Walk the plank. If, yeah. you're, if you're driving through the neighborhood and you see some pirates, you might have stumbled <laughs> on Steve's house. But uh, yeah, it's uh, lots of good information. Special election, November 7th. And
1: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that special election, November 7th. And I just want to you know, plant a seed for anybody, um, for folks for next, next May being a primary election. Is to also remind people that it's a closed primary election here here in Oregon. So, which means that if you want to vote on something that's partisan, like president in the primary, um, you'll need to be affiliated with either the the Republican or Democratic oh, yeah. parties. If you're not affiliated with the, either one of those major parties, um, you'll re, you'll still get to vote, but you'll only you'll only see nonpartisan items on your ballot so oh, commissioner and you know things like that. So um, yeah in that in that party change deadline is the same day as the close of registration. So again 21 days before the election is the last day that you can update your party. And this this is often missed by voters because um, the ballots are mailed 20 days before the election. So they they they're, they're, they're little, literally mailed the next day. So by the time the voters have their ballot in their hand they say, "Well, no, this wasn't the party I wanted to vote on." Or I, I'm nonpartisan, but hey, I want to vote on, vote, for, vote for president. It's too late, unfortunately. So, uh, being proactive and going back to check your information, you can you can check your information on OregonVotes.gov uh, on the My Vote section. But yeah, go go there and check out your information. And make sure that um, you're aligned to to get the ballot the ballot that you that That's you that you wish.
0: Yeah, that's really good information. Yep. Yeah. And see, I knew we would have good information on this broadcast. <laughs> and people can go back and re-listen to it. And so, Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Steve Dennison, county clerk, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Eric. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have questions about the election coming up, you can go to deschutescounty.gov slash elections. Lots of good information on that site. You can also find information about the I Voted sticker contest there. So make sure you go check that out, deschutescounty.gov slash elections. And if you have a question about this podcast or ideas for future podcasts, you can email me at info@deschutes.org. And remember to subscribe to the Inside Deschutes County podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Drop us a review, drop us a rating. We'd really appreciate it. But until next time, be safe out there.